0: Time for another quality episode of Do Not Relent. Let's
1: see what these silly boys are up to this week. Oh, here we go. Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Straight out of the Scarlet Halls and entering your hive. Get it? Because there's bees now. We got bees! It's slide Whistle. I am Immunization.
0: And I'm Aaron, Fire Mage Extraordinaire and horrid Punching Bag.
1: Fuck the bullshit. We're putting a spoiler warning right here, right at the very beginning. If you don't want to be spoiled on anything at .2.5, or this, most of the story, I guess, leave. Go on, get.
2: This entirety of this episode will be spoilers, then.
0: <laughs> Just go and do it for yourself. It's not even like, oh, gosh, golly, it's four quests you can do four quests and watch 10 minutes of cutscenes. i believe in you listener
1: uh th- that's assuming that they're caught up completely on the war campaign remember a lot of folks especially if you're not caught up guild,
0: completely on the war campaign what have you been doing it's been months it's,
2: this, this is yeah. fair like it has been many months since our last big update in the war campaign but yeah here we are spoilers uh, war's over go home
0: Pack up your bags, girls. War's over. Turn off you can war get your mode. nails did again.
1: Turn it off. No more war mode. It's out of here. We're making peace. We're making out. We're tongue-in-toe's buttholes.
0: So with this patch, 8.3, we finally got the end of the Battle for Azeroth war campaign. Ooh. Yeah,
1: Yeah. It's, it's there, and it's something. And I'm not sure how I feel about everything yet. I mean, I think I know how I feel, but I, I don't know.
0: In what capacity?
2: Overall, the pacing felt a little weird to me because I feel like the war campaign was kind of like drawn out over the course of the entire expansion so far. But then, in the course of just this installment, it's like we're gonna fast forward like through it all, and now it's over. It just I think this may be artsy fartsy of me.
0: I think that its accelerated pace at the end sort of serves a serves its purpose as being like just as confusing to us as it is to the characters because the entire time you're fighting a war, you're ready for a huge war. And then Sourfang realizes that like we've done done this, we did the siege of Orgrimmar. that didn't fix anything. We clearly this we're doing things wrong. So he goes and he does that that hot, hot mott gara, and I think we as the audience are supposed to feel just as, like, shocked as the characters are. That's my take on it, at least.
2: Yeah, because leading up to that, you do all those quests where you're preparing, you're building up all the forces around Orgrimmar itself, and, you're, you know, literally you're supposed to feel like it's a little off, I think, and it's like Siege Part 2, or at least that's how I felt.
1: I just felt like they just really transported it into the peace mindset, like, really quickly. And, like, yeah, things were, like, winding down, Look like, before Ajara, but like, we had just burned down their new allied races city, like, to the ground after we killed their leader. And, uh, and now they're like, oh, we actually, we, we wanted to make peace this whole time. We wanted to make peace before Azara, but then Sylvanas made us fight in Nagitar. And I'm like, is that what she, that's what happened? That was her plan? to make you guys keep fighting
0: although the zandalari were not one of the ones that were with us with the alliance in the push so maybe the zandalari are still pissed i don't know if we i I don't know what the horde's doing but i don't know what talanji's opinion of all this is yeah
1: like they've got a feel really not taken care of like yo like you guys could not help us defend our city and now you want to work with them like immediately afterwards
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Horde in general must feel pretty fractured right now, because you have Sylvanas and her loyalists, which are, like, in Orgrimmar, and then you have, you know, the kind of rebellion, I guess we will say, within the Horde that is teaming up with Alliance that's outside set to attack it, and that's like, you know, you have, like, your Saurfang, your Bane, and your Thrall... It was, I, I really liked the cinematic. Like, I think it was cool.
1: I just felt like hey, we didn't have enough time. Which, I mean, isn't even all that true. I We did have, a, a lot has happened. Like, what, they burned the tree down. We had a whole raid around us fighting each other. Like, there's been a lot of stuff that has gone on. But I guess maybe I just wanted a little more in the middle. Because we still have 8.3. So they're, they're just wrapping it all up so we can fight this all together as a unit. And I was hoping that we wouldn't do that for once, where we, you know, we would still be that kind of enemies and still fight the main bad, bad guy instead of just doing the classic, "Hey, this this is greater than us. Let's fight together for the eight hundredth time, and probably fight for the last." I time. I guess
0: if if all if any enemy to do that with though, an old god would be the one. Nazoth, with all of his hype up would be real real lame if he was the only old god that just one of the factions could kill
1: that's true it just feels i don't know i guess i want them to put a better a bigger twist on it than just the same old same old let's be friends um and also i have one of the things i have a problem with that i've mentioned quite a bit so far to you two outside of the podcast because you know we do talk outside of the podcast about things occasionally that is that is a <laughs> lie
0: i this is the only hour and some change I talk to these two. I hate them! We've gotten to that point in our fame.
1: <laughs> can you imagine? You're my mortal enemy. Um, But so, the alliance... A- anyone's like, hey, listen, Sarfang, I can only give you so many soldiers, and if this fails, we are doomed. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, If you just take all of your soldiers and combine them with the units that Bane and Sarfang and... Thrall has
0: and Lorthamar
2: and, and Myla. It's like uh, some of them don't really have units. Does Thrall really have people currently?
1: I think, yeah, I think Thrall is just Thrall, thrall but, but still, thr- he's Thrall, yeah,
0: throngs, he's good to take down like a bunch yeah, of them. Thrall's
1: worth like 200 men by himself. And like, so then all of these people, all these faction leaders, and all of these from both sides approach the gates of Ogrimmar to like siege it again. And they're like, oh, this is going to be a hard battle. And I'm like, is it? The, how many loyalists can she really have if, like, the every other faction leader of the Horde is standing outside of the gates? Like, I feel like they re- would really only flip on her if they had the support of their people, right?
0: Right? Is that crazy? My thought behind that is, so she has her magic trick where she brings people back to life as various Forsaken, just non-playable ones. I think we're supposed to think that she's been doing that a lot while she's not been in Zandalar.
2: Yeah, we haven't really seen what she's been doing, so I guess we can assume that maybe she's just been raising another army. Is that what we're supposed to conclude? I guess. Like
0: inside Orgrimmar is like infinity zombies.
1: That's the only thing I could see, because if if you just take the numbers and do some Steiner math, you have the Alliance plus... I don't know, half the Horde, maybe a little less than half the Horde, but it's still way more than, you know. So, yeah, maybe it is just zombies inside the gates that we're supposed to be worried about.
0: Now, would you consider Saurfang or Anduin Shmojo?
1: I think definitely Shmojo is going to be Saurfang because he's the big bad booty daddy, and he's got some roughage ready to go. I think Anduin's more like a... It was interesting
0: uh, when Thrall announced him as such at his funeral... Well, okay, listen... Storm of the Horde, big
2: bad booty daddy. (laughs) Okay, well, counterpoint here. I think out of all of those main boys, is Thrall the only one that is a male wearer? Yes, I think so. Okay, so... Technically, yes. Steiner is very famous for wearing his chainmail, so I think that makes Thrall Steiner.
1: (laughs) I was thinking that he was Kurt Angle, because when you add Kringle to the mix, then... You get X, X, example X. Fair enough. Now, was Sarfang's plan to mock Gara Sylvanas a good
2: plan or a bad plan? I think overall it was a good plan, and I think his intentions may have been to just expose how bad Sylvanas was to get everyone to 100% turn against her.
0: He's been writing that, "Let let me catch an axe and go see my son train. Ever, like since late wrath, since his son slipped on a big frozen banana peel. So I feel like he's not upset by the outcome. And he's like, well, I want to die anyways. I want to slip on a peel. Might as well do it while making her look bad.
1: I thought that she was going to just completely garbage can him immediately. I thought she was going to murder him. No, no, same.
0: When she got like four slashes on him, I'm like,
1: oh, no, bud. Well, and then she stepped out of frame and I'm like, she's going to fucking cut his head off, isn't she? I'm like, oh, my God, his head's going to be cut off immediately. But she was just standing there just like, huh, I guess I shouldn't fight during this monologue. Like, bitch, that's your chance to kill him.
2: I mean, she's just trying to check all the boxes of being a cartoony villain, I think.
1: Can we talk about the
0: fact that she fart clouded around during the mach I thought the whole thing was you're supposed to just use your muscles.
2: No, exactly. Like, she won it by pulling out that, like, void mystery magic, death magic. I don't know. And then when she did that, I turned to the side and I'm like, <gasps> Sylvanas cheats.
0: But, but even before that, I'm pretty sure she dodged an X slip by doing her Banshee teleport thing. And I'm like, bad show, Sylvanas.
1: I actually think that there aren't any rules on using your own God given powers. Cause I know that Thraw was like, Oh, I used the elements, I cheated. But someone was like, Ah, Thraud, the rule book doesn't say anything about not using your abilities, and he's like, Huh? So I, I, I think it's like kind of a gray morally gray
2: area. It just seems like overall the Makara is a little dated.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's let's replace the Makara with I don't know, elections. Something more civilized, Horde? Literally anything.
2: (laughs) Hashtag abolish the Makara.
0: It only worked in a system where everyone was the same stupid orc guy. As soon as we got like teleportation magic, people bigger than you, uh, anyone who can do a flip, (laughs) it's like, oh, (laughs) something's wrong with our system.
1: Be the change you want to be, Horde. Hashtag abolish the Makara. Okay, so also what do, you,
0: what do you think is going to happen to all of the zombies that live in Ogrumar now that their queen is gone? I mean, like are are, are, are there throwing them out? In the are there
1: even zombies there? We haven't got to see no. inside.
0: Th- there, were uh, like on the, the wall. Yeah, it was you like could, primarily, you could, forsaken.
2: You could see like them lining the entire walls of Ogrumar. So like there are at least like a handful of maybe like fifteen of them in there. That's just undead. Oh,
1: when I said zombies, I thought you meant like the mindless ones that she resurrected. Not, like, actual undead undead. Uh,
0: all forsaken are mindless. Oof. Oof. I don't hate the horrid as a day job. I hate them deep in my soul.
2: <laughs> yeah, especially as a worgen, you you especially hate the Ted, And for some reason, the night elves. But maybe that's a personal thing. Anyways, to wrap up the talk about this particular cinematic, I thought it was really... Like, I, I gasped when, like, she technically won the makara and then she just turned and said basically fuck the horde
1: oh my god before that when that fucking undead turned his little head (laughs) and she said what she said like (laughs) fuck you basically no she said
0: no she 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 said the horde is nothing and then only like her steward heard her and she was like are are, are you for real like please say psych
2: yeah it's like a uh, slide turned to me and was like wow she's cutting like a pro wrestling heel Baron Corbin promo here she basically just turned to everyone and said you are nothing and you're nothing the horde is nothing she folded a list and was naming like actual like people
1: like you know it's Sally I'm sick of your shit Undead are terrible. It's like- or a Fang blood hammer who works at the auction house.
0: Nothing! The- I'm gonna, like, shy away. <laughs> I hate you!
2: <laughs> and, and, and then she's just like, Okay, well, enough of this. I'm done naming this long list of people that I hate and are worthless. And then she just, like, turns into a fart cloud and yeets herself into 9.0. Now, there is
1: the theory... That I mean, I know you've heard, and that you're you're not you're not a fan of, but the theory that Sylvanas did all of this, and this is still like theater, to get the Horde and the Alliance to work together to fight the bigger evil, because think about it, Sylvanas literally walked out of the gates of Ogrimmar, Mac Macarad Sarfang, and then's like, well, I guess I'm just going to team rocket away. Like, she could have easily walked back in those gates and not said any of those mean things to her people. Do you think she it was a, it was an intentional setup? Did she say all these things to unite the Horde and Alliance on purpose?
2: I personally think that her ultimate goal is to just have as many beings on Azeroth killed as possible. And her original plan was to have the war between the Horde and Alliance last a little bit longer, more casualties and maybe have them eventually face Nazoth and have more death. But when she realized that the Horde and the Alliance were already becoming more friendly, she decided to just like be like, okay, I'm skipping to the next part of my plan altogether and run away.
0: What I don't understand, which I also support that theory, I and I think the whole outburst of like, the Horde ain't shit! I feel like that's very in character of she claims to be this cool cucumber character, but let's not forget that the entirety of tells soul is burnt down because one woman made like pitied her.
1: Oh man. Her whole
0: thing is like, like, don't, don't think I'm not cool. And she is shown to do wild and crazy things when people think she's not cool. That's true. I mean, also side tangent, uh, so she is like hanging out with Ashara and Azoth and stuff like that. What was the point of dropping the boats into the ocean? Because all it did was let us attack Ashara. She... I feel like if we had.
2: So the point of that was because we were using all of the Azeroth that we had been harvesting all expansion in order to free Nazoth. I think it was a trap and we fell into it and we, by kind of defeating Azara, temporarily. Were the ones to free Nazoth, and I think it played into I all see. of their plan together. I I don't know how like deep into this plan Sylvanas is. If she is also in, or the three of them are like, ha ha ha, we'll lure them all in there, and then we'll have this little show, and then Nazoth will be free.
1: Yeah, because it seemed at first that she did this just to prolong the fight. Like, if I if I sink all these ships down there for the Horde and Alliance leaders, not even the leaders, the sub leaders, I guess, then. They're going to be fighting down there, and it further feeds into Azara's plan. Yeah, and so, which we also haven't even gotten to that part about how Sylvanas is confirmed working with Azara. Uh,
2: yeah, so. Ugly. So that is officially confirmed because after she eats herself up in a fart cloud, the members of the Horde that were loyalists to her get their own in-game cinematic where one of the dark rangers gives them a temporary hearthstone to meet her over in the Eastern kingdoms at the, what's it called? It's called the wind um, Windrunner spire or something like that. Yeah. She went home. She went, yeah, she went it's home, in like, home.
0: It's in the dead scar, right? Like the old
1: elven cities.
2: It's somewhere over there. Yeah. So then you just have this in-game cinematic between the player character and Sylvanas, where she's like telling you her plans for the future. And it basically confirms that she had been working with both Nazoth and Ajara, and that she foresees the Horde and the Alliance teaming up to take on Nazoth. She predicts that they will defeat Nazoth, but then everyone will die when they face death with a capital D.
1: Now, it's. We actually, I would say. It's only confirmed she's working with Azara. What if this is a side deal? What if Azara didn't tell Nizoth any of this? Because Sabanis did say that uh, I'm working with Azara, the deal is in plan, and her master will kill everybody and leave dead in the streets. But then she said he will also face death. So it seems kind of like these two bad bitches made a pact, and it ends with her killing uh, Nizoth in the end of it bad bitches only
2: what if what if Azara snipes girls her girls run N'Zoth the kill?
0: world
2: I mean it was it's on brand with Azara to do that has never really liked Nazoth and has only been using him yeah
0: she she only became his pal because he was like you can do this or drown it's not like they're actually friends
1: there's so many big players like moving around this board it's terrifying because you can't forget Azara I mean sylvanas what's the difference? Waka sylvanas waka. made an agreement with, with Helia, so she has a deal with Helia too that she has to fulfill. Still, Helia would not give her that lantern for free, right? That was part of the agreement, wasn't? wasn't Wasn't it in in uh, in Helheim when Gen broke that lantern?
2: I'm just trying to tally up how many final two deals has Sylvanas made so far. She has one with Helya, I think was the first one. She has one with Azara and maybe one with Nazoth and who knows who else. Capital D Death, whoever that is.
1: I oh, mean, also. You can't forget
2: her showmance, Nathanos. Oh, well, yeah, she's just stringing him along for the, you know, HOH wins. but
0: Yeah, for, for the views.
2: <laughs> she just wants Instagram followers at the end. That's well. But, um, I assume she also made some kind of deal with Beyblade, right? I don't think so.
1: I mean, uh, she it's possible. I guess it's, we don't know anything about that, but I guess it is entirely possible to make a deal with that bitch.
2: Yeah. Or did Beyblade just make a deal with Nizoth? I don't exactly remember, but that's, I mean, like, not related to this 100%.
1: As far as we know, Beyblade, Naifu, Zalatath, only has a deal with Nizoth. But I mean, she's so crafty that I can see her easily making a deal with Azara. You know, I mean, Azara was holding her for how long? Like a, c- a couple of weeks. Sylvanas or Azara? God, I keep, I
2: keep confusing the two. Sylvanas was holding her for a couple <laughs> <of> weeks. <laughs> What's the difference, <laughs> Waka <Walk-a-walk-a>. Waka? <clears throat> so, are there any other cinematics that we missed? Oh,
1: hang on, we need to talk about our boy. We know exactly what everyone's favorite leader was doing during was doing during all of this. Ugh. Okay, so before <laughs> I even had a
2: chance to play the war campaign, Slide messaged our group and said something about how we. I would be excited to see our favorite character in all of Warcraft back in the mix mentioned again. And I was like sitting there at work trying to calculate, like, who's, who's our favorite character, and like all these characters running through my mind. And of course, of course, he was being sarcastic and he meant none other than fucking G Firepaw G Firepaw <laughs> G got
0: the hot mention
2: Hey you
1: know he's he he won up Isa Isa has had what zero mentions in this war campaign I'm pretty sure so shout out to G
0: She <laughs> she's actually existed though so Actually, I don't know if G doesn't live over there. I just assume he doesn't do anything anymore after he got his shit pushed in. I, just,
1: I wasn't expecting it. Cause like, so you go around Ogremar, which is also really fucking weird that we were in Ogremar. Uh, and you're just like, hey, uh, Horde Alliance leaders, what's up? You guys are talking together, hanging out, BFFs, whatever. And you find poor little Mela, what? mela High Mountain. Is that her name? Mela Highhoof? Yeah,
0: High Mountain or High Totem.
1: And she's just hanging out by herself, and I'm like, "Oh, where's her other leader to talk to?" And she's just like, "Yeah, G fucked off." Or she was, she just she said that G was was in D- Thunderbluff, uh, healing Bane's wounds, and then she said, "What? Like, he said." I've seen this before, and I do not plan on reliving it again. And I'm like, bitch, I bet, like, if if you got your ass crunched <laughs> you last time... You got body you're gonna. Everyone saw it. He fucking ran his ass out of there. Which further, for furthers the question, why are Horde pandas in the Horde? They do not even stand with any of their war chiefs. They're afraid of being beaten. Stockholm Syndrome, that's all I can <laughs> think <laughs> that's,
0: of. That's true. The, the war chiefdom, since they've joined on, has been a revolving door. You can only go, like, a couple of months and then there's a new one.
1: And then they get smacked around again. <laughs> Poor boy.
0: Shout out to Mela High Totem for pretending like she's like against Sylvanas when the last time we saw her was the cutscene where she sold or at least helped sell out Bane. Like, how how are you about to take out one of your own boys?
2: She's trying know. to save face. She doesn't have a spine.
0: She knows she ain't nothing. My girl, Growlina, got a brand new face this week. And with it, a brand new set of lips to ask people questions. Here's one of those questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll drink to that. Oh. Hey, hey, everybody! It's your best, your best girl, Carlina. live uh, um, live at Brewfest. I'm. <laughs> I'm here with just, just the best guy ever, Isaac, I tell him, tell him how we met. Well, you ran up to me shouting that you needed to talk to someone, and I figured I had nothing to do. Let me tell you about this guy, this guy ate like a zillion sausages, he beat me like three times, how are you so good? Well, I know the rhythm pretty well, and I usually just- we should use some shots. Oh, uh, I don't know if any of them sell, like, shots. There's like 20 of them. I'm sure the uh, goblins got one, or the big panda lady. Um, I'm gonna go. It's been neat talking to you. You too, man. You're like, you're like my best friends ever. Liz is gone. Whatever. I got what's lame, anyways. The only pal I need is a bottle of Thunder Brew and 35 coins in my pocket. Bottoms up, DNRB. Ooh, girl. I know you were saying words, but I just kept looking at those. Luxurious new pixels,
2: lump AF. Ooh, ooh, ooh! So tell us, Aaron, what do you think about this new Worgen update now that it's gone live? Is it making your booty howl? <laughs> oh,
0: ooh, girl, my face looks so much better. The Eye Gate 2K19—they are orange. They don't super glow, but. I'll take orange eyes. Yeah, it goes
2: right with your fire spec, so...
0: Yeah, yeah! The hair has physics now, which I absolutely love. I make sure to have that big ponytail so that that thing wiggles. They updated a bunch of animations. Um, Some of them are better than others, in my opinion. But I also, I might just be biased towards some of the old ones. But ultimately, it feels really good, and my girl feels like a brand new Morgan.
1: Wait, now tell us about them casting animations, how you feel. Ooh,
0: girl. Um, the general ones are a lot better. She typically, there's more secondary animation as far as like she'll throw her hands forward and there will be impact to them.
2: How about the, the thing, like, do you miss at all the, like, softball pitch animation?
0: I was literally just about to say the only thing that I miss was the attack cast animation for female worgen was she held one hand forward and she was sort of winding it up like a cartoon character before pitching it at the enemy. The new one, she it's like she's opening up a, a jar of pickles. <laughs> she has one hand above the other and she kind of looks at her hands while spinning and then when she's ready, she'll Kamehameha, the attack out, and because that's the cast for fireball, which is like ninety percent of what I do, I don't really like the opening the pickle jar maneuver. I, I gotta see that this is shit. one where I feel like that is one where I feel like I would have preferred the softball
1: pitch. Hot takes. Or normal takes. Hot as growlino's flames.
0: Also, the run is different. I don't know if it is better or worse. I just know she hunches forward, kind of like she's in middle school now. Oh, no. It, it fits. <laughs> she's, she's super close, close close, to like a Naruto Uzumaki. Ooh. She has the upper body. If she just threw the arms back, she would be there.
1: She's going to rate Area 51 four, five days ago. In the past now,
0: womp, womp.
1: I think I think we can we can table a little bit of this work campaign discussion to talk about what we did in a WoW while because we got a lot fucking done in a WoW, while. I feel like it was a
0: big ass week. You know what?
1: I'm just gonna I'm gonna fucking start with what I did in a WoW. while. Fuck y'all. Whoa whoa, 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 whoa,
0: whoa! That's not common courtesy. Come on, guys. I'm
1: passing the baton to me. Oh man, I have been. Eating the ass out of Brewfest. I think like that's the second time I've said "eating ass" podcast, and slow it down with eating ass. We. Me. <laughs>
0: Why stop, baby? That's the best part about eating ass.
1: <laughs> I have been living in Brewfest. I have the Hearthstone, which I think is okay. I think I come to terms with how okay the Brewfest Hearthstone is. If you want, an, if you want a nice image, close your eyes and imagine your model character. You see him put a little german her. hat on okay do you see her him they now put a little german hat on him her they and put two steins in is it his, is her it hands. like the lederhosen
0: hat or is it like the um pretzel hat
1: it's the lederhosen hat like the little green one with a little feather in it and then you put two little steins in your hands and then you do your dance and then you have alcohol foam like underneath your feet so like you're standing on like a permanent like puddle of beer and that's your heart animation. It's pretty okay. It's not the worst one. Um not the best one though. It's no winter veil, that's for sure. But so other than getting that, uh You I know for a long time you said it looked like poo poo. Uh like like literal like fecal matter. It looks like sewage
0: water. And you know what? It did not look like poo poo, but it does look like sewage water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 got the same like color of uh, hair. Uh, I mean you would know. Is that color sewage water?
2: I was just about to say, I can confirm that that is the color of a lot of sewage water because, like, <laughs> in my research in grad school, I did maintain a bioreactor that was fed by sewage water. Okay, okay, so... this is my, this is
1: my, well, I didn't, don't brag, and my, well, I didn't well. Please
2: keep your, <laughs> don't talk about Ooh, your graduate get degree. out of here. What the fuck? Okay, fine. Do you want to feel better? How much gold do you have? <laughs>
1: 1.4, bitch. It went up. It's only going up because we keep using the cauldrons during raid night. I Ain't gotta buy flasks. I gotta buy, <laughs> I gotta buy pots though. That's that sucks. Uh ooh.
0: You ain't gotta buy pots, girl. I can be your pots hooker. Ooh,
1: hooky, hook, hooky, hook. What the fuck? Ooh, hook me up. <laughs> What's hooky hook? Ooh, hooky, hooky up. Anyway, um. Aaron, please, please tell me that you have done the eating challenge in Brewfest.
0: I have done the eating challenge and I have won twice because they, if you, when you do the eating challenge, win or lose, you get full and you can't do it for three minutes. And I never feel like staying around to hang out for that three minutes. So I'll go and do something. And like two hours later, I'm like, oh, I should probably eat again.
1: Let me come out with y'all. With these hot Brewfest tips. Because there's actually a bunch of them to win this eating challenge. Your first tip. If you're going to lose the eating challenge and you know you're going to lose, just press the eject button, baby. You press the eject button, you hop out of that seat, and guess what? No debuff. Uh, And that was, that's why Ooh. I used that boy to save me three minutes. Because I, <laughs> I ended up losing one and then winning the next four in a row. And and obviously when you win, you can't eject, because if you eject, you're going to lose. Um, also, if you double tap your keys, it will register one use as two sometimes. So, like, say that like you're eating a sausage, and you press uh, the sausage key twice really fast, you actually will take two bites of the sausage. Now, it'll still fill your bar up to the amount of two sausages, but it's a way of, like, kind of, like, being able to chow down really fast, like my boy Kobayashi. Oh! But yeah. Talking about Joey Chestnut. Is that the guy who wears Ultimate Warrior face mask? Because he needs to stop. I don't know.
0: It's just, he's like, he was Kobayashi's main rival. And when Kobayashi's like, I have spent all of my life force, so I'm going to go die in a ditch. Joey T- Chestnut took over as the number one They guy. banned
1: Kobayashi from competing. He got banned, I think. And now jo- Joey Chestnut just remains king because no one else can eat as much as him. But anyway, fuck them. Who cares about them? Dx Ripos, the mage, my mage, is the eating challenge. right? The eating challenge is the eating champion right now. Because your boy got those five wins, got that sweet trophy, and you know I'm making everybody drunk. Because it gives you a toy that's a trophy. And it makes everyone drunk. In case you didn't know what the, what this trophy did, it's amazing. I use it during raid, and someone was like, "Why am I drunk? Who's doing this, bitches?" It was me,
0: <laughs> secretive drunken bender.
1: And then I've been getting that honey honey back bee? honeybee. I've been doing the the bee rep. Uh, it's very annoying. It involves killing a rare once a day for, 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 for four five hundred rep. And there's like jellies on the ground all around Stormsong. You have to find them and give them a click and you get like a piece of jelly that you can turn in for rep. But there's like they're not highlighted. They don't appear on your map. You just have to turn your clutter on your video settings down to one and try to find these little yellow honeycombs in the ground. And that's basically the rep grind. It's something else, let me tell you.
2: Yeah, and you need exalted in order to get the bumblebee mount if you're Alliance. Oh, I'm going to have
1: that shit, though. Uh, well, what about you, Aaron? What did you do in a while this week?
0: I did a whole bunch. I, too, have been all about Brewfest, as it, it's Growlina's Christmas. It's her time of the year. Um, I just became a part of the Beer of the Month Club, so i forever cursed Ooh. myself. But I do have that sweet, sweet Brewmaster title now. Hey! I made good on my promise to buy all of the birds and bought the final Kul Griffin. griffin. You get nothing from it, and now I'm poor. Not super poor, but I'm down to like 100k. Hey,
2: you didn't get nothing. You got three griffins.
0: I did, and I made sure to set my thing to only my favorites, which are just those three griffins, so I can say that I rode them. Well, that was pretty much it. Just a lot of brewfest, some griffining. Probably a third thing that I forgot and I'll scream during some part of the show, but that was me this week. Immune, what did you do?
2: I also did a whole lot and I also became a brewmaster. I decided that I, as Slide did last year at Brewfest, I am starting my trek on my own journey to obtain the Violet Proto Jake.
0: Whoa! It's been a while since you mentioned me, bro. <laughs> Tubular. <What? laughs>
2: yeah. So I'm also gonna start doing all the holidays now because it's something that I've neglected to do during my entire WoW career. But I'm starting off with Brewfest, and I am a brewmaster. You know, you kind of really fucked that up, because if you
1: would have aligned with me, the mage, portals all the time for all the holidays... Mm. This is true. <laughs> now I'm going to actively not help you.
2: I'm going to actively still ask him to make me some portals. But, in addition to becoming a brute master, I did all my normal things, Emissaries, Islands, Conquest, Cap, um, which I'm adding to my rotation of things that I'm trying to do every week. I did my call to arms to get that. But then also um I cleared a 10 plus and I did a 12 plus. We almost cleared it. We were literally like a minute too slow to clear it on time. So I'm slowly making my way up there, getting higher keys done. And yeah, that's about all I did. But as a group, something really exciting that also really lines up really well with starting 8.2.5 content is we downed Ajara finally not Both only daily. finally not only did we clear her on normal on accident but also on heroic in one night last week
0: <laughs> and i believe the heroic was it was not the first it was not that magical but the second time after coming back be like okay okay guys let's just do it again and then we just did it again
1: the best part was we thought that we were on heroic Azara, and then we realized it was just normal Azara. So we're like, oh,
2: wait a second. Yeah, because like we made it like we killed the cursed lovers, and we're like, shit, guys, we're crushing it. What happened here? And then somebody's like, guys, are we on normal? Because those cursed lovers melted into a puddle. I was like, holy shit, guys.
1: This second m- minor power for my Heart of Azeroth is ridiculous. We're killing it. Oh, it's on normal. Never mind.
2: But it gave us that confidence boost we needed. And then we were able to, like, on our second or third kill, kill her on heroic. So, yeah, we did it. What were we like?
0: And it gave me a staff that is good because I hate knives, but it's bad because I don't really use the ability on it much. But you know what? That's okay. When I fall below 10% health, there's a big old AoE thing that hurts people and heals friends.
1: Can it heal you? No. Damn, that'd be great, because Cauterize, you know? Ah, damn it. Because Cauterize is at also 10%, right? Or is it... No, it's at 0%. Never mind.
0: It's at 0%, and then you have to get stacks, so it would help that first time I almost die, but not the second time.
1: Rats. Well, it's something, I guess. Rats, rats.
2: We're the rats.
1: I think what felt the best about it was, like, we had just killed Azshara, and then the next reset was... Eight point two point five, and and Matthias Shaw in the boat was like, "Hey, so we killed the Zara Now here's what's next." I was
2: like, "Hey, we just did that." <laughs> and we were like, "Yeah,
0: we have."
2: So yeah, your boys Phoenix Fusion are eight out of eight normal, eight out of eight heroic. A little late.
0: We are officially ahead of the curve. Eight,
1: yeah, o- yeah, t- a-, a O T C A O T C A O T C a-, o- a O. Oh, I thought we were chanting it for like a while. That's fine. A-O-T-C-O-T-C-A-O-C-A-O-C-A-C-A. Also, I guys, we didn't even talk about the reward you get from the end of the war campaign, because we're not done talking about this shit yet. There was more. Oh, snap.
0: It's coming back. Okay. <laughs> it burst through the Tartan
1: and said, you thought you were done? Oh, yeah. It's coming back right after this. Time warp. Okay, time warp. Forty seconds each. I'm said each. Forty seconds together to answer my trivia question and to name all these categories that you can. Aaron, are you ready? Yes. Immunization. Uh, just me. Are you ready? Oh yes, I'm ready. I want a nice, clean, fair fight. It's a death match. This is going to be our most interesting and detailed one yet. I want you two to name for me the professions.
2: Go! Enchanting, herbalism, Enchanting, tailoring, tailoring, tailoring leatherworking, engineering, herbalism. mining, fishing, uh, cooking, um... Skinning. Yes, skinning. That's one I think. Um, Is that all of them? Alchemy. Um. Duh, duh, duh.
0: Enchanting. Inscription. Oh,
2: fuck yeah, inscription. Um, I think we're close to having named them all, though. Unless there's like weird ones that we haven't thought of. First aid. Oh fuck yeah. Um, that's a retired um... one. Tailoring.
0: <laughs> Is it? Is it retired?
1: Um. Time.
2: Hey, hey,
1: guess what? Hey, guess what happened? Hey, KK. Hey, hey, stop. Hey, guess what happened? Actually, stop. Hey, was that a time? Hey, no, guess what happened?
2: Did you not set a timer again? <laughs>
1: I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna dump this timer on these bitches' heads. They won't even see it coming. And I got so excited, I didn't set a timer on my phone. So I had to look away and count in my head to 40 seconds. <laughs> So don't worry, everybody.
0: <laughs> Do we know the winner?
1: Uh, I'm pretty sure Aaron won that. He has some deep pulls there because uh, I, I heard first aid and inscription at the end when the number counting got easier. So <laughs> 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 Immune mean, made face. a big stink face just now.
0: Hello. My name is father. Yeah, like mother, but you don't get to go on fun adventures or dodge flames with me. Just listen to my edits. Immunization actual one with an astronomical high nine to Aaron's five. Aaron lost and loaded like a fool and must now be punished by dodging more fire.
2: You know what they say if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I came in real hot, I will say. You did come in real You did.
0: You you had a bunch of early ones. It'll be an, an interesting uh, post edit to see who wins. Post edit. Truly,
1: that's we should never post edit for P- professionalism. How dare you suggest that? Yeah, listeners. Ooh, and
0: I'm the one editing this week, so I hope you guys like the Austin Powers MIDI.
1: I father absolute love
0: Austin Powers MIDI. Gold member helped me get through a lot of tough times back in middle school. Smoke and a pancake, am I right, fellas?
2: <laughs> it's back, baby. I mean, psh, the DN Army knows we just post these things live. We don't edit anything. Oh my god, that would be a...
0: We actually have a live recording session. If you tune in to our Twitch, you can see me sweating to the oldies because I didn't turn the AC on in this room. You can see
2: us sweating to the oldies because we purposely turn everything off to avoid any sound. Ugh.
1: So we don't have a Twitch, but maybe one day. I mean, I have a Twitch that I use one time. I,
0: I'm not, I'm not jumping on the grenade for that one. I already made the live journal, which go check us out at Do Not Relent at Live Journal. Postings on Mondays. All
1: right, content, baby. Now next is our Angel Fire. That's
2: gonna be lit. <laughs> I haven't thought about that in like ten years.
0: We'll upload episodes right next to our fan arts of. Super Saiyan 5 Goku.
1: And my sweet three-pixel fire background. Okay, but hang on. Let's let's get back into the cinematic stuff, into the war campaign stuff. Uh, I'll take a drink, because I fucked up, even though I've had two previous weeks of experience knowing to set a timer, and I didn't. So, I'm going to choke this. I'm going to take a drink, also too. Also,
0: because we've, only, we've almost been doing this for a year.
2: We're getting close, yeah. So, thank you all for listening to us be drunk every week and talk about wow hold up
1: I, before we go back into the work campaign i have a, a small announcement to make we really fucked up the battle for nagitar last week we thought it was gone oh boy did we, we. thought it didn't exist <laughs> i could i swear i swear on my own life that the timer was three six nine twelve every you know three nine or every one of those hours no no According to somebody in general chat, it was not three, six, nine, twelve server time, and has never been. It is, in fact, two, five, eight, eleven. So if you log in at any time during those
2: time frames, PM or AM,
1: apparently that's when it happens.
2: Wait, so to confirm, that is Proudmore server time. So like it's West just Coast server, server time? No,
1: it's just it's just server time. I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh, okay. So like for us, it's. Pacific two PM five PM eight PM eleven PM, but it's server specific. Yeah, because the guy who was
1: telling us this was from server Eldrathrall. In fact, it's it's man. His name was Manhole of hey, Eldraethral. Excuse down. me,
0: Eldrathrall? I don't know. What
1: the fuck that, I don't know what the fuck that is, but it's a central server. So I knew that in fact that we were dealing with different server time zones. So Battle for is on two five eight eleven. Log on during those times, and apparently that's when it's up. And I'm like, this guy's full of bullshit. It's always been 36912. And I log on at 2 and it was happening. So I'm a goddamn idiot. Thank you. So I have more- done
0: it three times since just last week when we claimed it never happened.
2: So to clarify, what was this man's name that told you this? His name was Manhole
1: of Eldrithar. The server and the, the my handwriting really kind of throws off. But either way, it's a word I I'm not familiar with.
2: I've never heard that server, but this man is just a hole, sir.
1: No.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just a hole,
1: sir. Yeah. <laughs> let's get back. Let's get back Ooh-oh. to the war campaign.
2: Oh stinky. Let's get out. No. Okay. Okay, I'll I'll bring us back here, back to the war campaign. Before we move on within the war campaign, I just wanna talk briefly about Just a one-off like quest text that Anduin said about why Tyrande and Malfurion were not there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Which is interesting. He just said that they have not responded to his text messages. They have not responded to his Twitter DMs. They did not respond to his Instagram messages. He has liked every (laughs) one of their photos, but no, no responses. And he said, I don't know. They must be consumed by all vengeance.
1: Champion,
0: they've... They've ghosted me, but not like a spooky afterlife Sylvanas. They just won't return my calls, champion.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so that's interesting. I mean, like, it's understandable from their point because their entire world was burned to the ground by Sylvanas, so they probably want a little more vengeance. Yeah, that's fair. I get it.
0: Now, do you think they'll be coming back for 8.3? A lot of people are being like, oh, they're going to cause a lot of trouble. They're going to start fighting the Alliance.
2: No. I Do you think the, there's any merit to that? I don't. I think the next time they will make an appearance will be when, I'll, I'll just say when, we fight Sylvanas. I think that they will be involved in the whole storyline of taking Sylvanas down personally.
1: I don't know. I actually, I kind of like that theory that they're going to come back and be like, uh, yo, fuck this truce. We're not fucking done fighting the horde or even the alliance. Think about how much they've lost to so many, like so much inaction of the alliance, and you know, obviously the action of the horde. What if they do just come back, like firing on both sides? Like at this point, we're already. If, at if the I could take them piece. down,
0: if I could kill one of them, I'd be so happy. Okay,
2: oh, I man. do not agree with this, but I oh, will no, mention. Sorry. I will mention one. It, it may have been a shit post, but I'll take it as a theory. I saw it on Reddit. It was funny, and I kind of could see it maybe happening. It'd be interesting. They had a theory where they thought that in like the future there would be an additional two new factions: Sylvanas' Death Squad, so all of her loyalists, and then you would have the Calderoy Vengeance, all of the Night Elves that want revenge against the people that burned their whole tree down and all of that. So, like, led by Malfurion and Tronda, And then the combined rest of the Alliance and the Horde, known as the Super Friends. <laughs> <laughs> the so Super Friends! Good old three-faction split. That sounds good to me. Best way to do it. And it just seemed like an interesting... Interesting thing to me.
1: It, it was just It's just undead on the outside, night on one side, and then everybody else in the middle...
2: So no, the thing is, like, I feel like there could be Sylvanas loyalists that aren't necessarily undead. They could just be parts of the horde that followed their war chief blindly or like to a fault. I guess that's true. But then, yeah, okay.
0: The good old Nazgrim's of the world. Fuck you, Nazgrim.
1: Nazgrim, you piece of shit. That's the that's the worst hill to die on. What's wrong with you?
0: <laughs> I signed a contract.
1: Legal obligations. Um. So, right after the cinematic, what happens in the war campaign after the main cinematic? No, I'm sorry. After the, like the Lord you the
0: cinematic. you go home, and Anduin's sad. Then you attend Sourfang's funeral. Oh, right. And then when you go home, that's when you start the bonus quests.
2: So, for the Alliance, of bonus quest... Or, does the Horde get this too? There's no way they could. I mean, yeah. I guess... I didn't think about I mean, this until now. I guess we were in an
1: Ogremar, but... I don't have reason to believe that, that they would come to Stormsong Valley and do shit there. Because that's where it was, right?
2: It was, it was a yeah. Stormsong. Yeah, so the... the like, kind of in-game content we're talking about is... Jaina says that she's going to be meeting up with her brother Derek and... Kelly, Amenethil, just to discuss the current happenings, and you go meet up with them in Stormsong Valley, and the three of them just, like, catch up, and it's a little weird, like, as we referenced earlier in the podcast, they say, like, oh, we heard the war is over, and then Jaina's like, yeah, the war is, like, pretty much over, I think, except, like, small pockets of fighting between the Horde and Alliance still, which happens after war's end, and then I'm like, is she talking about us?
0: <laughs> Are you subtweeting me over there, Jaina? <laughs> why did you even invite me over here to hang out with your brother? You, you guys aren't including me on the, in the conversation.
2: Oh, yeah, because like I, I did think it was a little weird. Like They were just all talking to each other. I'm like, why am I here?
1: And then, not only that, but this is the first time we're seeing Kalia Menethal's new super undead model, super whatever she is, Light Forge undead model, In the flesh. This
0: is also the first time we're. I think it's. Isn't this the first time we're seeing Kaelia Menethil at all? This is a form that was just vaguely described in Before the Storm. You're
2: right. It is. Okay, so like I, as a priest, saw her in my order hall, but that was back when she was still like a human. Uh correct. Okay, yeah. Her 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 human Uh, form did exist.
1: That's right. And so I'm there, and it's me and another and and a Draenei paladin and. In slash say he says thick and then I said thick. And then we looked at her and I was <laughs> like, This model is very interesting. Like for some reason they decided to give her the same colored clothes as her pasty white flesh. So it looks like I can't tell if like what's flesh color and what's pants slash weird like dublet covered. Like what what is she wearing?
2: Yeah, I feel like it definitely would have benefited this look to have pants that were, like, a grayish or, like, a lighter black or something something different, just so that, like, you could tell it wasn't just her being, like, naked under there. But, like, in this new model, she does look hella thick. I will say that.
0: I'm just realizing now that, yeah, she has, like, boots, like, ankle-level boots and then white pants. I just thought she had, like... Boots that went all the way up, honey. Ooh, well you know what?
1: Maybe it's time to discuss why she's this week's sexiest NPC of the week.
0: Ooh. Oh. <sighs> Ooh. Mm. I can tell you the first thing that I saw when I saw Kalia was I said, Ooh girl, do those boots go all the way up, honey?
2: The first and thing I said when I saw the new model for Kelly M N F L was, I quickly did slash S and then I was like thick with like five Ks first and no five did. C's.
1: First thing I did was try to figure out what was flesh and what was cloth. I couldn't tell,
2: and that's what turns me on, baby. Also, let me just say like when she became this life forge like undead thing. Did she also dye her hair pink? It is like a rosé color. (laughs) She's had time
0: to to accessorize.
1: I mean, she definitely is hot looking, I'd say. Like, her face, that's such an interesting, like, detailed face. It almost doesn't look human in structure. Like, is that just me? And it does look
2: completely different than how she looked before. Yeah, she looks sexier than before. She got that whole, like, vampire type like hood thing going on and i'm like "Mm, hell yeah it is very vampire aesthetic you're right
1: hell yeah bitch
0: this girl's dipping into them sand lane robes she went back to wrath and got some off of like the first six bosses of icc Mm, girl
1: god if only they gave her a different color pants why is it flesh colored even in these pictures i'm like Is she wearing pants? Oh, I see the little buttons on them. She's wearing pants.
0: Yeah. Looking at this render really also helps her sex appeal because, and this was a revelation made privately earlier. When I rolled up there, (laughs) Jada and I must have teleported in real fast because her front part of her pants area was tucked into like her underwear or something. It looked like she was wearing a diaper. And I was like, Really? You you've had all this time to to choose your style, and this is what you went with, girl. <laughs>
2: I mean, I guess some people are into that. Hey, I. P.
0: Pamperchu,
1: Callia, maybe give
0: him his channel back.
1: Now that makes her probably an even sexier NPC. She was displaying her kinks for Aaron to see, right? Hell yeah, Callia, you be you.
0: <laughs> she she looked at Grelina dead in the face and said, "I'm into di- I'm into crinkling." You down to clown? <laughs>
1: I don't know. She considered
0: it. Also, where did we get this MySpace photo of her? It's very lovely. I was thinking we the have, same thing. We it's have such a MySpace like her picture. Wowhead model, and then we have her like professional LinkedIn photo below it.
2: It does look like a profile picture on LinkedIn. We'll post this uh, on our Instagram and Twitter. I mean, it is one of the first. Like when I googled Kelly Menethil new model, it was like in the top Google results. I don't exactly know where or how it came from, but <laughs> it's there and it's looking hot. It's a little, it's pretty sultry, honestly. She's hot,
0: and yet she's cold because she's a corpse.
2: Oh uh, well,
1: Kelly Menethil, your awards in the mail, or maybe we'll just follow you after your little. Spiel with Derek Crowdmore where you talked for what like two seconds and then walked away into the ether?
0: Yeah, I was about to say, can we talk about the fact that it's like let's go and like they're still in the world for a little bit, so I'm like, where are they going? And then they just they don't even go in a door, they just stop being.
2: Yeah, they're they're all like, Yeah, let's go on a walk together and enjoy this new world without war. And then I'm like, okay, fine, we're going for a fucking walk. Like, make me hold down W while I listen to this story bit, and then, no, they just phase out, and I'm like, what? So do you guys
1: think we're going to be getting more war campaign stuff? Like, now? like, it said 8.2.5 was the end of the war campaign. That doesn't mean that it has to end on reset. You know what I mean? They could still add in more like Calia Menethil and Derek
2: Prodmore tidbits, right? Because it ended so lame. So I will say, they did straight up say that this was the end of the war campaign, but maybe that's just, like, a wording issue, because, like, as we said, war's over, go home, turn off war mode, we're done. But the story goes on, so are they just going to call it, like, the campaign? I guess it's true.
1: I guess they could just continue to hang out without being part of the war campaign. is not have to be included under that subtitle which is the first time they've done something like that, right? I can't think of any other quests that are, like, the blank quests, you know? It seems very, like, specific to to BFA.
2: Yeah, and I will say that during this little bit, when Derek was basically saying to Kalia, you know, there are other undead like me that could use your guidance. I think he was also a little bit implying that Sylvanas basically abandoned all of her undead, and they would all need her guidance, which I think was soft implying and putting the idea in people's head that maybe Kalia would be the leader of the undead now that Sylvanas is gone. Do you guys think that that's what they meant by that?
0: I think that they are trying to set her up to be a leader, but it would almost have to be in a new neutral Forsaken or something like that, because I don't see her heading over to Durotar and being like, yes this this is what i choose unless it's like i have to be where the people are
2: yeah like i wasn't talking like war chief level i was talking more of along the line of like going to where undercity was and like ruling over whatever undead would still follow her
0: i guess yeah that does track that she would go home to her actual house
2: yeah like
1: she she used to live there and you you want to know why i also think that's a pretty good theory She's not uh, rotting flesh. If you're going to leave the undead, you have to have a nice full complexion and great skin, <laughs> and she has all of that. you got to be hot. You're
0: not allowed to be one of the ugly ones like we have to be.
2: Yeah, if you show your bones, you're out. You have to be hot, and DNR has already given her a sexiest NPC of the week award, so like her resume is already pretty stacked. Get it, girl. Lead them undead. Civilize
1: them, bitches.
2: But I also have a little bit of a hard time seeing her as horde you know what i mean that that means that like we have to be enemies of her and unless we are just ending the faction thing like altogether, and like horde and alliance are one and we are the best friends faction as previously stated
1: yeah if they're going to go for this uh uh, this bullshit like alliance and horde are gonna hold hands whatever whatever then putting Kalia Menethil as leader of the undead is a good gesture towards that. Because it's like, hey, look at this. It's a dead alliance, bitch. Quote-unquote alliance. Leading the horde. Like, see, barriers are being broken. Anyone can be friends. I i hate that. I hate it.
0: This is my brief spicy take. Uh, I think Nazoth's gonna fuck with her head.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Tell me more. Tell me more, daddy.
0: I don't know how, but... It- and and I know every Horde fan is like people willingly choose it, but I feel like if it would ma- it would make sense to me if Nazath or some force fucked with her head and she was like, "The Alliance has twisted us. They never believed in us," oh. and not become like a megalov villain, but like believe that suddenly like the monsters are the good guys, the only good guys.
2: You can even say that, like, that voice in her head is the light, because there's a whole group of people out there that think the light is actually evil. So, like, she is made from light, so, like, maybe she has those same things. Because, like, remember that whole cutscene in Legion where, like, the light, like, that big mono- the big Naru on the spaceship is, like, trying to force Illidan to, like, turn to the light, and it's, like, really, like, rapey and, like, gross yeah, feeling? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could easily manipulate someone's mind, like, with that. I mean, and she is, think about how fresh of, like, of a person she is. She was dead for a little bit, right? And, like, resurrected, like, like that mindscape when you're, like, undead to alive, it's easily manipulated. So, mmm, I like this story a lot. I, I feel like the word campaign was a pretty good vehicle for delivering story. Until they reached the part where it required us to, like, beat N'Zoth and stuff. Because b- before this, the war campaign, like, what was the last piece we had before we had this one?
2: I th- was the last one before this when we saw Bane getting, like, abducted and all yeah, of us breaking we... him out.
0: Yeah, that was the last part of the war campaign. The v- penultimate part.
1: That's such a large gap of, like, of a time period between the two. But it seems like maybe they shouldn't have called this part of the war camp. I don't know. I just feel like there wasn't enough before this. And then, and then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, we're at peace now. Like if, if, if there was a smaller piece like in between the Bane one and this one, it would feel more coherent and it would flow better. But it flowed really weird to the end.
2: Yeah, I agree. It felt very choppy towards the end. But I think that that's just how things worked out and they are ushering in a whole new portion of the storyline for 8.3 in order for it to go beyond that 9.0 and whatever they go like further and like ideally they would have spaced it out a little bit better maybe but i still think overall the story that they portrayed was okay or good i i am okay with it i feel like it was not straight up uh copy of mist as some people are claiming it was i think it's more than that for sure
1: oh yeah it's it's they they led us to the gates of ogre mar and they were like psych bitches we you thought we were gonna do it didn't Ah. (laughs) you
0: we had the turret boss ready and everything
2: galakrond was ready to fly around and get shot with your stupid crossbows so, with that, I think we are ready to head on into our top toot, bottom boot, and medium moots of the week. Slide, what do you got this week? I'm going to give my top toot to the
1: reward we got from completing the war campaign. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. Oh, snap. We heard Cyrus brag to us you would have been great in the third war. I'm a veteran of the third war blah blah, blah 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 I'm like god can I get a title to shut this fucking guy up and then they award us with the title veteran of the fourth war which is actually a pretty sick title I I put it on immediately I thought it was cool and then I was like uh, is this really a fourth war like did we do a lot and then when I look back on yeah, it, it we did a fuck ton <laughs> It for what it lacks in time
0: frame, because I feel like the entirety of BFA is like two months, it makes up for in sheer, like, we committed genocide like three times. Yeah, like,
2: I, like, when I got this achievement, I was like, w- what? I, I was like, wait, we, what we were in was considered the fourth war? But then, like, I think back and I'm like, yeah, Teldrassil was burned down, then we had a whole war over in Zul'Dazar, and we—well, basically all of yeah—the Undercity's gone. Like that's so. Like there was a lot of destruction, and it was a pretty big war. But like, for some reason, in my mind before then, I never considered it the Fourth War.
1: Yeah, that was my top two. So, uh, Aaron, what about you? What's your top two? Medium, bottom, boo.
0: My top two is Groundlinga's face. I am so happy that that went through, and my girl is looking good. And animating well, you know what? It, it wasn't until I took those two photos side-by-side side for the Twitter that I realized how literally that model was a decade old, and I am so happy that they have gone and fixed it. Oh, oh, So, immune, what is your TTBBMM?
2: I think I have to say that my top two of the week is just overall the quality of the cinematics that they gave us, and I just thought that they looked so beautiful, and like, I feel like I say this every time that I see a cinematic, and I mean like the main one, like the Makara one, like the ones that are not like in-game cinematics, but like, it's just breathtaking to see. So like even if the story isn't hundred percent what everyone wanted, but like there's nothing you can't please everyone anyways. So whatever, I feel like the vehicle that they used to move it forward in the cinematic was top notch.
0: I wholeheartedly agree. This is also Hell a brief yeah. aside. In the one where Anduin is talking to Saurfang, and it's like in good in-game graphics, Saurfang looks over his people. And I looked at a Torrin and it was definitely just the in-game idol animation. I saw him shift his shoulders and, like, wiggle his snoot, and I was like, oh, no, that's the, the idol. They literally just put character models out there.
1: Can we talk about how hard it was to look at Sarfang's face in the in-game cinematic and not the main one when it was, like, in on his face as he talked? Because we have seen his face so many times, like, in zoom-ups and, like, the actor cinematics, that when you see it using the in-game it just looks really dated. I was like, "Oh
2: man, he looks really like about 2008." Yeah, but that's not what this talk toot's about. I, I just wanted to say to say that the main cinematics were really well done. And
0: yes. I liked them yeah. all. Even even the poopy in-game funeral one.
2: That that's true. I I also appreciate them for what they were even though they need to work on their lip syncing a lot. Just watch some RuPaul and catch up, baby.
0: And Thrall's two uh, slams to his chest where it was like, action, action. <laughs> and I'm like, mm, that's definitely when he did it.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're about done here. We've exhausted a lot of talking points. Wow. We, uh, that was, I feel like it wasn't that long of a talk, but right. Well, like an hour and some change right now. Look at us go. Yeah. We had a lot to talk about. I think we covered most of it. If not, we can catch up next week. Alright well if you guys have any questions, comments, complaints, uh, concerns, you wanna send us some fun stuff. If you want to do any mythic plus, hey, let us know. We're here to do mythic pluses. We need like a tank, so if you want to tank for us all the time, that'd be sick. You can email us at do pod at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at do not pod. And I guess I'll let you I get whoa, because you have an Instagram and Aaron can do the live journal. Look at that. Uh what what about you guys? Where we find you guys on the internet?
2: Yeah, you can follow me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex. Or, and also, I would like to note that you can follow us on Instagram at Do Not Relent.
0: You can find me, Aaron the Human, at The Big Cheesy on Twitter. And if you really, really want to read my musings, our live journal is do not Uh the first post coming this monday it's admittedly not that funny
1: it's actually Ugh, just kind of serious that's but... not what you want to start it off with you want to you want to give it some oomphit. it's gonna be the best live journal post you've ever seen on a monday bitches
0: i mean like it's it's all about growing up playing world of warcraft in a time when it was long considered dead
2: yeah that's what this podcast is i guess
1: I wanted to see what you would do if I didn't say anything.
2: Well, that's it, that's it for us this week.
1: Well, that's it for us this week. Well, that's it for us this week. Well, that's it
2: for us this week. We'll see you guys we'll next see week. You guys and, next remember. Don't forget. and remember... Are you done talking now? Another
1: down! Do not relent! Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Prodmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.